Hello, I'm Melody Asani. I'm Julie Burns Walker. Together, we welcome you to the Butterfly Forecast. Well, Jackie, Melody, and I have been talking and talking for months in the hopes that this could happen, this coming together for this conversation. So we're so doubly honored. One, because it's the day after Josie and Trey got married, and it's a very big day for you and your family, and to honor us with your presence in such a sacred space is... uh, So, so special. And also, you're not in your car driving around the country. We actually (laughs) usually get you (laughs) always on the move. Uh huh. Yeah, it's especially joyful. Well, there's so many reasons why we wanted to talk to you and why we think you're just so special. But I was wondering if you could just sort of introduce yourself. Mm. Like, what is it that you do? What is it that you are? This is how I always introduce myself. It's so natural. All I say, say is how me duck yappy. That means hi, friends and relatives. My name is Jackie Bird, Jackie Bird Imachiapi. And I am from the Mandan Hidatsa, Arikara nations through my dad, Gordon, and also from the Sistan Wapatan Dakota Oyate through my mom, Joanne. And they are artists. My dad is a musician. My mother is an impressionistic artist for visual arts. And I combined their gifts. And now I do the performing arts. And I also make all the regalia that I wear. And I'm giving her a dress. <laughs> By the way. Yes. <laughs> wow. And I make my own music. It's always or- original. And I always like to take the best of both worlds back in the traditional ways, and yet blend them with today's ways, which are instruments. So yesterday we got to, my sons and I got to play with Lee, (laughs) and we had a jam session, and oh, wow. It helped my boys drive from one o'clock all the way till the next day, all the way home. That's how fired up they were. Wow, they drove home last night? Yes, because my one boy had to go to work. Wow. So that's what I do. I um, give all that I am to inspiring others through the cultural arts. That's all I think about 24-7. That's who I am, is one who just loves life so much. And I'm so grateful for all the installed therapies of the (laughs) arts. (laughs) They really are. You know, every time we see you or have a conversation with you or on FaceTime with you, you're always creating something new. And then you're always so kind to share with us what it's for, the purpose of it, or a ceremony, where you're going. I've been thinking a lot about you, and I was wondering how you stay connected. Like, what are the cycles that you work within, because how do you know? You have so many talents, you have so many gifts. How do you know when to focus on one creation or another and like where to go? Because like, for example, remember, I think it was sort of early on with the pandemic, uh, you were actually driving to another reservation and bring good cheer by singing to them. 
Uh, they got hit really hard. How did you know to go there when there is so much need everywhere? Right. That's why it's called a calling. Mm-hmm. I always just let them call me, and that's mainly when I go. So that's what I'm honoring so much. And so I'm mm-hmm. so grateful. Like last night, or about 6 to 7 p.m. Central, the medicine man, who is my cousin, he tied their wrist together and he said, we're going to tie you together, but we're not going to tie it in a knot. He said, because that's the end. We are going to leave this knot in a knot because it's your beginning into eternity. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just going to go on and on. Their love is so strong. You could just feel it. Ahintua ikbazo unkue. They were shining with elegance inside and out. Mm. And it was such a beautiful sight. And everybody got to see what true love really is. And I'm so grateful that this young couple can be such great role models for the other Native Americans too, how they are um, making their crafts together, their arts and crafts. They dance together. They laugh together. They cry together. They make sure their kids are always taken care of. And that was a beautiful thing to see. I'm so grateful to be involved, like being her mom. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even imagine. Wait, so for our listeners, Jackie has a beautiful daughter named Josie, who I haven't happened to have the privilege of being friends with. And Josie last night got married to her, the love of her life, Trey. And they've been together forever. So they have four children together. And then Josie had Iatosh before. Yes. And Trey just swooped in and... It was totally just meant to be. Just meant to be. But the way they are, Josie is a huge Beyonce fan. So (laughs) huge. Yes. So they keep referring to themselves as Jay-Z and Beyonce, which is hilarious. Uh But I mean, their love is so inspiring. It's really inspiring. They're true helpmates to one another. They do everything together. Both of them are incredible dancers. So they travel across the nation and they dance in powwows and they do couples dancing and then they do their individual dancing and then all their kids are involved as well. They're all just this incredible unit. Every single time I talk to them, they're in their van going somewhere, doing something a few days before the wedding. When I was um, talking to Josie, she was in the car and I was like, are you ready? Have you prepared everything? And she was like, I'm still working on my dress. And she was like, actually, I'm driving right now. But Trey, who was her fiance, now husband, she's like, Trey's sewing my dress for me. He's helping me bead my dress. And I got off the phone and I was just like, Ah. (laughs) like what he's helping you beat your dress but it's just natural normal for them Mm -hmm. they just help each other with everything see it was right under there there's this Mm. portal and it was so beautiful you could just feel like the loved ones that are on the other side in the spirit world like Trey's dad for example and his grandpa we felt their presence. And the the man, Pancho Brady, he mentioned that. He said, I feel your dad's presence, that he's so proud of you. And Eddie Little Sky, who is Trey's grandpa, was in a lot of movies. 
And when Trey came around escorting Josie, it's like, oh my gosh, he looks exactly like his grandpa did in the movies. And um, it was so beautiful too, because my dad couldn't be here. They're really being strict with themselves, not going anywhere yet until mm. the pandemic is clear. So mm. I'm grateful for that. But Trey walked her down. They walked each other down the aisle. And that was a beautiful thing. And we all faced each direction of the universe, acknowledging each direction for its holy purpose and duty. We started with the West and we all faced and the singers with their hand drums sang, acknowledging the West that this union is being done. And the West is where the protectors are, the soldiers, the police, the ancestors, the keepers of the water. And then over next was to the North. And that's where the strength comes from and the wisdom keepers. Tatanka Oyate, the buffalo. The buffalo is such a well-respected animal that it clothed us, fed us. It gave us tools, shelter, medicine. So we love the Tatanka, the buffalo. And then into the east, they recognized the future, keepers of the wind, the good guidance. And then into the south. We recognized the relatives who went to the other side. All that is pure, good keepers of the fire. So all of the elements were recognized in the directions. And then, of course, Father Sky, God, and then Uchimaka, Mother Earth. And then the, they put the buffalo robe around them. And they said, with this braid of sweet grass, with the three strands, it's the husband, the wife, and creator God that will always work together. And that was a, such a beautiful explanation. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. So that's um, what we're still breathing in is we're still full of all that. <laughs> yeah. And the buffaloes for protection, right? Yes. They wrap them in for protection. Mm. It's so sweet. Wait, but it was also really cool because you were telling me that you're not allowed to have microphones because when, right. when they were expressing their vows to one another, yes. I was like, Trying to right. listen really closely and I could hear it, but but why aren't you allowed to have microphones? The electricity that we use is a, a negative, but our natural electricity is a positive. So that's why they prefer to have no electricity, but just positive, natural mm. current. So that's why they do that a lot. I love that. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. In fact, you know, so many people today, uh, they're discovering react very poorly to electricity and the technology emitting electromagnetic fields. Jackie, when you were growing up, when did you discover your gifts and how did you discover them? The very first time in mama's womb, we are absorbing them and we chose, we choose our parents. And I'm so grateful that I found a musician and an artist <laughs> and I, they let me be born. They always were always into the arts. My dad's been a rock and roller playing his guitars. He's the lead singer. And my mom was always working at her artwork. So in the womb, I know I started absorbing it until we're three years old. Then we're ready to start forming our personalities. My dad is a super outgoing, genuine, friendly human being. And my mom is super funny. <laughs> <laughs> so you got both. <laughs> I'm so grateful that they have those 
gifts because I get to walk with all that. I just love this energy. And then at an early age in kindergarten, I noticed I started drawing a lot. And I remember the one boy said, yours is the best one. And then he put that seed in my mind. It's like, thank you. (laughs) I grew up more and more and I was involved into everything having to do with the arts. And then I started the hoop dance. I took an interest. And then when I was a teenager, I started it. And then I went into it as my young adulthood. And then now I'm in it in my final stage, which is grandmotherhood. So we get to hopefully walk through all four stages of life from the sacred child, just coming from the spirit world heaven not too long ago, then into the teenager, then into the adult, and now the final grandparent stage. So I have seven grandchildren and four children. They are your greatest creations. Yes. Wait, so what What do you consider it? Because I've noticed in for Native Americans, when did you consider becoming an elder? Like at what point are you considered an mm-hmm. elder? No mm-hmm. tribes are only 50 years old. That's so young still. It is. I'm 55 right now. So now it gave me more of a right. Now I don't have to excuse myself as much. When I, when I was younger, I'd say, elders, please oversee me. I'm going to speak. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, how am I yappy? Then I could just don't even have to be <laughs> asking permission. I've earned it. <laughs> so 50 is a early time, isn't it? It's early. Why? Why is it so early? Because the lifespan isn't very long these days. Really? On the reservations. Mm-hmm. What do you think the average lifespan is? On it's only like 55. <gasps> it's super small. Why? Because of all the dysfunctions. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to handle all the new ways of life. They didn't adapt very well. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like that everywhere. Drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather um, focus on all the cultural stuff. Mm-hmm. Because once you have that strong light and love, I was in a pyramid before. That love came straight down where it used to be the soft spot. Came straight down and doctored my whole mind, body, and soul. I was healed overnight from my teenage ways that I was going mm. into. Mm. Yeah, mm. my dark side when I was going into that. We chakpi oyate, the star nation recognized the structure of the pyramid or the tipi, mm. bone shape or the pyramid. And then that beams down and everything is possible with love. That's how we manifest things is through yes. love. You know, it's so interesting, Jackie. It's... um. A sad commentary that what you just shared about Native Americans not acclimating to the modern ways, but really nobody acclimated to the modern ways. Yes. And so it's more like you're just saying that the peoples that you come from stayed pure and were, you know, reflecting what doesn't work in a human being. And I think that's interesting uh, from a different perspective because, you know, there's this beautiful passage. Lots of Baha'i writings are written about Native Americans and how in the future Native Americans will lead all other nations spiritually. And I feel like that's very powerful. I feel like how interesting the very people that have been kept away, that have been put down systematically, are the very people 
who have what it takes to lead others from their dysfunction. I mean, it's just that it's been easier to see where you live. So I feel that we're going to go through a good purification. The elements are doing what they're doing. The fires, the floods, the way the wind is, and definitely the air, the viruses. Mm. So I feel that um, it's all going to get better. It's all for the better. Yes. Because we're all just trying to do better. Eat better, of course. Take a lot of vitamin D. (laughs) Yeah. It's so interesting that people are now being forced to go back to the earth, you Mm. know, like where people had moved away from even knowing about the earth or knowing about when you were sharing with us about the four directions and staying connected to the creator and the ancestors. Like you shared what happened in your personal journey and awakening. Mm. That gives everyone so much hope, Jackie. Like that can happen to anybody if they open up to that. And it's good to know we can get healed overnight Mm. or in an instant just by getting rewired. Like, oh, you mean I don't gamble anymore? (laughs) I used to love playing at the casinos. (laughs) (laughs) Anything can happen with that rewiring. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting. Yesterday, I, you know, we went into town and, um, we went to eat Mexican food and it was like a check cashing place, a vape store and a Mexican restaurant all in one. It was so cute. <laughs> and the Mexican food was actually bomb. It was so, so good. But um, the guys that ran the vape store were from Pakistan. They had immigrated here from Pakistan. And then, you know, the people that were running the Mexican restaurant were Mexican they were like, what are you here for? They were looking at us like, what are you doing here? Like, what brought you here? We were like, oh, we're from Los Angeles. And you could just tell they were dumbfounded as to why we were here. And I was like, oh, well, you know, my friend, my good friend is getting married up there, you know, at the Earth Lodge. And they're, you know, they live in this area and they're on the reservation. And they were just so confused. And there is a part of me that likes bringing people together. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, if I lived here, I would invite them to the powwow. Uh And I was like, how cool would it be? And it was so crazy to me that they're literally a mile away, but they have no idea what's happening Hmm. here. The homelands. Or with the native people. No idea at all. And it just blew my mind. I was like, why are we so stupid (laughs) or like just so disconnected where we're not even curious. Like we're so like, we stay in our little bubbles. We're not even curious. Like the, we're not even tuned into the land to even feel what's actually happening here. Yeah. Well, I guess it's just what you were saying. You know, if people haven't acclimated to the speed and the focus of life, And everyone thinks that their job is to just stay busy and then die (laughs) one day, amass what they can. We miss the whole thing, you know? We miss the whole journey. Mia. Yeah. One of my granddaughters, Mia, this is one of Josie's daughters. She went through a Ishnati ceremony. It's becoming of woman. And her, Itash and Atea. Hi, Mia. Hi. They all went through that. And it's a beautiful thing they learned. She got her Indian name. I got to name her a Dakota name. And I painted her the part in her hair. I painted it red that she stays on the red road, the good road right here on each side that 
she sees good. And then right here that she speaks good. And it was such an honor. And they learned so many mm. things in there. Ishnati is meaning she slept alone in the teepee to be recognized by the grandmothers. Mm. They learned a lot of things that mm. the Native Americans never clapped either. They only clapped if it was to shift stuck energy in a corner. Huh. That's why our, our structures of the teepee, our lodge, are always circled for the energy to not get stuck. Mm. So the elders yeah. would go like that in their corners of the square houses. That makes a lot of sense. It made me think of something funny. Uh, when I lived in Africa for many years, one of the elders told me the reason why they always live in round houses is because they are the smartest people. And he said, the people who are not smart live in square houses <laughs> because he said in round houses, the woman who is in the home keeping the center of the family together, she can see everyone everywhere. And he said, we're smart because we make round houses. It confirms to the woman she does know everything. Oh, that is a good one. <laughs> yeah, so these are really beautiful topics, just ongoing. So beautiful. Jackie, I have another question for you. I've always wanted to ask you. Your name, Bird, where does it originate from? Crow flies high. When the teachers mm. started shortening down the names, my grandpa George, I mean, grandpa Crow flies high, they shortened it, his son, down to Stephen Bird. So that was because there's crow flies high, then Grandpa Stephen Bird, Grandpa Jacob Bird, and Gordon Bird. And Gordon never had any sons, but my polarities are really even. I'm a tomboy. So I'm his only son. <laughs> grandma. <laughs> you didn't know that about your grandma till today. Hmm, that's very powerful. Yeah. Jackie, I have another question for you. When you have a sense of your gifts, which it seems to me you have such a wonderful way of helping people see that to find your gifts is not selfish, but selfless. It's the way to give to the world. If, if you can't identify your gifts, how can you give? I feel like it's such a, like a remedy to the era we're living in that we've inherited. What are your hopes like in your greatest sense of this what do your gifts give us, the world? Well, first of all, remedy is like the solution, the medicine. And I named my pickup that. It says Remedy 28. And um, I was born on 528, 1966. 528 hertz is a DNA repair. So I definitely came here to help mm. heal others through the arts. I make the songs. I make the melodies, I make the dresses. So these are all that I do for the people with all these gifts is that in the vision that I had in a previous life, I was really selfish. I wasted my life to um, consuming alcohol. So in the dream, I wrecked with my friends and then my spirit self was floating up to go to wherever I was supposed to go to but I couldn't go past the spirit world. There was a gatekeeper and it said, you have to go back. And so I started going back to the earth. It said, but I'm going to give you something. So that big white bird handed me 
it looked like a flute wrapped in sage. And I said, is that a flute? No, you are the flute. We keep our chakras centers open and then the messages come through. And so then I sing because our voices are wind instrument. And then when I landed, there was a curved staff, meaning peacekeeper. When the staff is straight, it's still for battle, like a spear. But when it's curved, then you mean it's you don't want to fight. You just want peace. So I find myself more in the peacekeeping and love, and I'm not a good fighter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do is um, honor the gifts given to also lead the youth because they're going to be the next leaders. And so I really wanted to learn a lot of the wisdom. I listened to the grandmothers, the elders, and you ladies all the time, mm. especially when we pull up the cards too. Yeah. Yes, cards. that feeds me. Oh, I, yes. I take notes <laughs> and I still eat walnuts just because of the brain food that you suggested. Yes. That's what I wanted to do with the gifts is be the remedy wherever mm -hmm. I go. You are, Jackie. You are. You. you are. I feel like you don't even need to mm -hmm. do anything. <laughs> you don't just by you being somewhere. Oh, wow. Yes. Well, isn't that really the blessing? You know, you were mentioning earlier about being an elder and uh, just something I've been watching around the world is many of us are becoming elders younger and younger. And I feel it's because the world is so off balance and there's such a lack of following what is in nature, a following of nature's laws. So, so many people are disconnected. The very presence of one elder can call people awake, even if you did nothing, Jackie. Yes, That's they do true. that for me. When they were here yesterday, it just brought out the best in me. Mm. Like, they're recording us. <laughs> it was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jackie, would really you feel beautiful. comfortable singing sure. something traditional for us? Where did my little mm. rat go? Oh, wow. This would be the song I would sing if I was among all the angels. And if they were in an amphitheater and I was down below and I had mm. to present and sing something, I'd go like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do. Happiness. Yes. That's what you have done. <laughs> Thank, you. Yeah. Thank you, Jackie. The Earth Lodge is totally feeling it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone's going to be feeling this song. 
Thank you. That's medicine. You know, this just makes me think, even just being here in North Dakota, it makes me feel like how much in Western culture we're really lacking the presence of spirit. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're so caught up in who do you worship and how do you worship? And we're so triggered by different words like God or whatever that Mm -hmm. I feel like we've really become disconnected. And of course, there's this whole like new age of spirituality, which I have a whole other issue with. But but it's just like just plain old like spirit. And then in like a holistic way where it's like connected to the land, it's connected to your body, it's connected to your community. It's just like how spirit connects us. And that's one of the things that I've just been drinking in being around you guys and having it just be the norm is so freeing. It just lets you like Mm. exhale. Yeah. So happy you guys are there. You know, um, what you were just uh, saying Smishi reminds me of um, how the connection to the ancestors, like the smoke hole in the center, brings in so much spirit, brings in the blessings. I think we're so used to thinking we have to make things happen. We don't understand how things really happen. (laughs) And (laughs) so if we're not connected to the ancestors, what do we think will change? Uh Uh-huh. Like yesterday when it was so windy, I said, Josie, I said, do you have any tobacco? Because tobacco is a gift and it's super sacred. So I took a pinch of tobacco and went to a tree. And then I looked up to the west direction where it was the wind was coming from. I said, please, can you just simmer down by time? It's time to go out and eat. And it did. It did. But here's the crazy part. <laughs> when before the wedding started... You know, Jackie, her and her two sons were entertaining us with songs and music. And she was speaking and she was like, I've asked Brother Wind to slow down because it was really whipping. Like the wind was whipping. It was so windy that they couldn't even decorate the tent outside. And so as soon as she said, I had a conversation with Brother Wind in myself, I was like, okay, then the wind's going to go. And sure enough, after the ceremony, we walked out and the wind was gone. Just in time. <laughs> Just in time. You know, if, if I was in LA and we were with my friends, we'd be like, oh my God, it was a miracle. And we're going to call ourselves the wind people forever because <laughs> and for Jackie, it's just like another evening, but it's this connection. What a valuable lesson. You know, people need to find that connection so that the elements are, we are here to work alongside of the elements, yeah. you know? not combating them. I, I'm so happy you're bringing all these really important subjects up. Yes, I, I was just mentioning to my friend outside, there was a hawk that was flying and it broke its wing. And so he had to take it and call the rangers to come and get it. And he wrapped it in a red blanket. He said, if you shoot this hawk, I want the feathers in case they had to put it down. And then here he, he gave it to the ranger and it shot straight up and its wing was healed. Wow. I said, you healed Brother Hawk. And I I said, when you do something, a miracle in public, you are granted the gift of being a medicine man. Oh, hello. Hi, Julie. 
Hi, Flea. Oh, it's so good. I, I, you know, when we hung up earlier, I missed seeing your face. So thank you for bringing it back. It's nice to see you. I didn't mean to horn in on the middle of the podcast. Yeah. He rocked so the sweet. house, the lodge. Oh, yeah. He rocked the lodge. So Jackie was doing a great version of Rock and Robin last night, and I ruined it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was really cool. We just love seeing him dance. I told um, my sons, I said he'd be a really good fancy dancer. They were mm. all impressed. Flea, were you dancing in a traditional style last night? I mean, I, I was attempting to get in there and do some traditional dancing, but I didn't know what I was doing. I was just kind of feeling the beat and you joining in. Smoke dancing. Yeah, I didn't know that it was a smoke dance. He found his dance soulmates. I feel like it's how he normally dances and we all like laugh at him. He found <laughs> the place where oh. his, like his natural rhythm and movement. I love that. It's amazing. Now it stays connected. They say the dancing last night, like there was a lot of amazing dancing going on. But mm -hmm. when Josie danced was when I saw someone actually float above the ground. Oh. Like she was floating. It was mm. beautiful to see. Really, really special. Well, my dears, this has been quite the conversation. <laughs> uh, Jackie, before you go, Melody and I always ask our guests this one question before they leave us. And it is, what did you expect to see in your lifetime by now, but has not happened? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I want to get to the caliber of love that I see in Melody and Flea and Josie and mm -hmm. Trey. I want to get to that super fast because I feel that we should be in the same arena. It doesn't have to be opposites. I mean, I would love... What do you mean? Like... They sew and work on their stuff together. They pray in the same traditional manner together. They dance together. They laugh together. They cry together. You're they have... saying you want partnership like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's getting there someday. Mm -hmm. So you're never too old. Never. See, some, some say, Trey, you have to have 100 horses for the daughter. He has to give 100 horses. So it's taking me like three husbands. So... <laughs> Sometimes that's what it takes. They must only each have 30 apiece. It's okay. <laughs> so the next one only has to have 10. <laughs> we got it. Mia, that. don't forget to keep charge. Mia, you keep charge of those horses. <laughs> <laughs> that for real. It's just mm. all or nothing. You just have to be all into it. Like that braid, you know, the man, the woman, and the uh, creator and that sweetgrass braid. That's the way it should be. Mm. I would just love that. I'm so grateful my children, the siblings, Randy, Josie's sister, and then my two sons, Big Boy and Sheldon. I'm glad to I'm glad they got to see their sister and set the bar way up there for what they're in for next. Mm. Do you have your cards handy? Your animal ones? I have mine. I have my, an app. Yay! She can pull one right off of the app. Mm -hmm. Take one. So there are these animal cards by Stephen Farmer that we all love and that we use. And anytime we have a question or need any kind of assistance or guidance, it's just a, an incredible little tool 
And they're called Power Animal Oracle Cards by Stephen Farmer. And so we're just going to begin a reading, simple reading. And Jackie, I'm we'll going to let you shuffle and think about whatever it is that you want. Am I shuffling? Know. Oh, neat. Yeah, you can shuffle back and forth. And there then it whenever is. you feel, is that it? Is that it? Okay. Giraffe? Giraffe foresight. You are able to see what is in store for the future. Oh, It's so easy to get your nose stuck to the ground and only pay attention to what's right in front of you. This is especially true when the world is making hundreds of demands on you and there's no time to stop and assess where you're going with all this. The delusions of urgency that grip so many humans prevent you from looking ahead, from taking the time to look into the future and consider the consequences of your present actions. Yes, it's good to live in the present, yet at the same time, it can be equally important to see what lies ahead and set your sights accordingly. Even though no one can predict the future with any absolute certainty, at this time, you can see with great clarity what lies ahead. So pause for a few moments, step back a bit, and look forward. What do you see? What do you want to see? It's only when you stop and look at the horizon beyond what's right in front of you that you can get a glimpse of what's to come. Then you can set your intentions and organize your plans in accordance with what is yet to be. Additional associations are prophecy, divination, risk-taking, and gentleness. That's what she just asked me too. Yeah, <laughs> that's your card. That's me. I never picked the giraffe card ever in my whole life. Oh. And, you know, I think it's even more special because just yesterday somebody informed me that giraffes have been disappearing from the planet. Oh, wow. So the fact that you picked the giraffe card really shows you what is truly needed. What a gift. And I just got a wooden giraffe wall hanging for my granddaughter the other day. Wow. <laughs> well, also something that I heard, and I'm not sure if this is true or not, so don't mark mm. my words, but somebody told me that, you know, they always say the lion is the king of the jungle. It's not true. It's actually the giraffe. Because oh. nobody, no other animal can get the giraffe. Because even the giraffe, if the lion tries to attack a giraffe, apparently it can like kick it. Its kick is very mm. powerful. It's really special. Thank you for bringing me into the lodge with you today. Well, hopefully everybody that listened was able to come into the lodge and get a little bit of giraffe foresight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. Thank you, Jack. Perfect. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Madza Girats. That's why you say thank you. And Hiradza. Madza Girats. Yep, Madza Girats. Madza Girats. Madza Girats. Oh, she said that. Nice, huh? Until next time, all my love to you guys. And that's our show. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find The Butterfly Forecast every Tuesday with a new episode available wherever you do your podcasting. Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher. Hope to see you then. We'll see you next time.